Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nashville's on-demand sports network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, protecting your information online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Murfreesboro, Columbia, and Franklin online, krebskubota.com. Com. Zach, uh, we did not have time to get to the injury update from Will Levis yesterday in our Monday morning show. But man, I, the image that I have seared into my brain of Will Levis laying on top of a pile of players on his back, kind of just wailing in pain, is something that looked very scary. And it made Jack Gentry at Acme when Levis got up, say, well, at least everything's in the proper location. Like there was nothing just awful. We've seen so many injuries across the NFL this season where you see that the broadcast goes, oh, we're not going to show that replay again. And everybody saw it in lifetime. Oh my gosh, something is not where it's supposed to be. But Levis was able to get up on his own power, hobbled with sideline, was okay. And then hobbled up to his post-game press conference without any type of brace or boot or anything there. So it, there was a scary situation there uh, with what that looked like initially, but I, I, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than initially. Uh, it looked like it was, go- it, it actually was, you know? Well, well I kind of categorized Will Levis as like a adrenaline junkie. Like he, he, he gets it, the adrenaline was flowing. I think he even said it in his post game is like, he was scared, right? I think everybody was scared when you can't see your back is, is flailing like that on top of somebody. I think there is a scary moment that all Titans fans and football fans watching that game. And then, like you said, when they said they weren't going to show the replay, don't say things like that, right? Like that, 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 I actually had a problem with that. Don't say that you're not going to show the replay and then it was just a sprained ankle, right? Like th- that is some wherewithal on the broadcast team. I, that I, mean, I, I actually, I disagree. I think I'm, I'm okay with less replays of injuries being shown. I, I don't care. I've oh, I'll watch it. It doesn't matter to me. I've seen stuff like that. Seen them live in person. That does not gross me out. Like it, it and it also is is not uh, a disservice to the human being that's getting injured. You signed up for this, right? Like injuries happen. We all know. That. I think there's a line. I think there's a line. Our yes, there like there is a news. That was not a line. It. He got I'm a sprain his well, ankle. We we've seen hip drop tackles. Like that all year where that has occurred, right? Dallas Goddard broke his arm 
uh, earlier in the season like that. So I, all I would say, my, my, my complaint is the broadcast team, don't say that you're not going to show the replay because it does give the audience, I think, in this situation, an unreasonable sense of what is actually going on. And so uh, I did have a problem with that. The lucky thing is, is that went to the medical tent, was able to stand, was able to walk. He was standing up to watch the end of the game. But as we all know with ankles, it's not, you can lace that bad boy up tight right there on the spot. It's about the next morning. It's the first 24, not the first 48, but the first 24 of where is this ankle going to, to be? Obviously, you know, walking around in a boot as security, right? How long is that going to last? Will he be able to play? These are all the things that we'll go through. But the good part is it wasn't, you know, immediately season-ending carting off that we've seen, unfortunately, throughout the course of the NFL football season, year in and year out. Yeah, let's hear from Will Levis in his post-game press conference Sunday, just, uh, you know, not too long after that injury happened, which was the last offensive snap the Titans had. Uh, of that overtime loss to Houston. I'm all right. Um, you know, it could have been a lot worse. It was definitely scarier in the moment uh, than it was, but uh, we'll see what the trainers say. Um, but, you know, feel all right. Feel like you could have gone back into the ball game if the opportunity presented itself? Uh, we knew that we weren't going to really be got there, so it wasn't even something we, we discussed. <laughs> I mean, we knew the game was going to end in a Houston win or a tie, so there wasn't even a thought uh, on who was Next question. <laughs> That was I, a good little answer, right? Like, you know, Will, it was Levis the right is, is is involved. Like he, uh, the, I like a lot of things about Levis. He is, I think, he adrenaline junkie. He's passionate. He wants guys in the right place. I think he's football savvy. Probably, what's going to get him in trouble in the future is that he wants it so bad that that's where you got to have a coach reel him back. He's got to learn to slide at some point in his career, like all of those things, but. You like how he's he's mentally involved, and that is a lot better than not knowing what the hell is going on. Yeah. Uh, let's hear from Mike Vrabel. Titans head coach asked a couple times about how Will Levis was doing and the overall injury itself. How is Will? Have you gotten test results back? And depending on his health, is it? Uh, it do you have to weigh the fact that you're eliminated on whether or not you put him on the well, field? Well, I, I don't think that that uh... – necessarily weighs into you know the factor the decision right now I want to make sure that one that he can protect himself uh, that he can do his job up to the expectations uh, that we have and that uh, that he you know really the most important thing is that that any player can protect themselves out there when uh, you know during a game so it's Monday right now you know he's sore obviously like a lot of guys and uh, we'll see, you know, how things go. Sure. Will's injury to what Ryan went through these last couple of years? Uh, I think the mechanism is the same as similar. And, you know, those are, those are things that, you know, make it difficult. And, you know, those are things that come up, you know, as you're you know, getting tackled or in a pile or anything like that. Yeah, you dealing with that ankle? Safety yeah, safety. Say, you know, I mean, just kind of same thing he has been dealing with. And so that's, you know, Will Levis. We've played the the injury video of the practice on Wednesday from a few weeks ago of him hobbling pretty 
bad on that ankle. The left ankle is what he's been dealing with the last, you know, couple of uh, the last few weeks to a month. Uh, but uh, Ryan Tannehill's injury, Vrabel said similar mechanism to what happened, right? You're in the pocket and somebody goes down and try to sax you and you get hit low and you get rolled up on and, and big bodies roll into you while you're getting, you know, tabletops and uh, you know, ankles don't do very well in those situations. And so this is where we have seen this a ton, unfortunately from Titans quarterbacks over the last two seasons, because the offensive line has been putrid. Uh, so that's uh, what do you think about what Mike Vrabel had to say about Levis's ankle there? I think, Protect yourself, right? Can yeah. we've heard that before, that line before? Can you protect yourself? There's two things to this. Can the quarterback protect himself? And can the offensive line protect the quarterback? Right. So there's a follow-up to that is it's you got to weigh both sides of it. And based on the history of this year, this offensive line is not very good at protecting their quarterback. And I think that that has to go into what the decision is. Obviously, first and foremost, Austin, can Will Levis actually throw on the ankle, move on the ankle, pivot on the ankle, you know, you know, have pocket presence on the ankle? All of those things have to check out before a decision is, is even made officially on your quarterback. But this is a tough circumstance of where they on in the, are in the season. They're not playing for anything. They're no. playing for a draft pick. They're not playing for the playoffs. And, you know, God bless the NFL. They have restructured where there's only three games left. I've been mean, used to, I felt like this time, time of, you know, when they were the worst team in the league, they were picking first and second. They were out of it a lot earlier, weeks ago, right? So, it's later on in the season. There's only three games left. You've learned a lot about Will Levis, but there's always still more to learn. And as you develop, the biggest part of development in a quarterback, in a young quarterback, in my opinion, is in-game experience. Practice, drills at Father Ryan, training camp, all that stuff can only take you so far and live reps are important, but if you can't protect yourself, the importance of those reps come into a completely different cloud of you, of you making a decision as a head coach and as a trainer. Yeah. So let's discuss this question. I just sent out the tweet. We'll ask you guys now, should the Titans play Will Levis or shut him down with his ankle injury for the rest of the year? Should the Titans play Will Levis or shut him down with his ankle injury for the rest of the year. That's the topic we're about to dive into. Jeremy Fowler uh, did have this report last night. Uh, Will Levis dealing with a high ankle sprain per source. Still uncertain whether Tennessee needs to sit him of or for how long. But a promising rookie campaign faces a health challenge this week. So two options. Try to play him or shut him down for the rest of the year. There's three games left. We'll get to everybody's opinions on this. But first, Zach, tell the folks about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan. I use Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. I live in the state of Tennessee. If you live in the state of Tennessee, there's 200 plus locations and agents all over the state that can help you out. And how they help you out is you take a health assessment, you get a quote, you figure out what that quote actually is as a part of the plan, 
and you make a decision. I made a decision. It was very easy. I saved 20% on my health plan. It helps me and my family. It can help you and your family, whether you got a wife and kids, husband and kids, just individual. That's the best part about it is they've got plans for all shapes and sizes, health, dental, and vision. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, they've been in business over 75 years. They're trusted by A to Z Sports, by the Tennessee Titans. I guarantee they'll protect you better than the offensive line has protected their quarterbacks this football season. So be a part of Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee by visiting fbhp.com slash A to Z. All right. Also with BetMGM, you always know you can win with your first bet offer with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. But today, Zach, is day two of seven days of parlays uh, for the holidays coming up. BetMGM is giving you parlay tokens every day, December 18th to the 24th. So just sign up with the BetMGM app or log into your existing BetMGM account to get started and score bigger with a parlay token uh, with BetMGM seven days of parlay. Zach, I came up a little bit short last night. In my first day of parlays, uh, I had three out of four. Got a Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown. DK Metcalf over in yards. Devonta Smith over in yards. Ah, uh, if only uh, I got more Tyler Lockett yards, I would have gotten plus three hundred same game parlay hit because I had a fifty percent parlay boost with the game day token with the parlay token. So just so close. Well, I was like hey, nine I was yards one- away. One leg short, the Eagles, money line, killed me. I got Dallas Goddard receptions. I got, actually, the last play of the game, the touchdown pass, got me over the edge, but the Eagles didn't win. So, hey, that's the fun. We'll get back up on the, the saddle today and figure out what the parlay boost is. That's right. Seven days of parlays with the BetMGM app. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new, new and existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, other requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issues, on double bonus bets. Tokens expire in one day of, of issuance. For problem game of support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach asking the question now, should the Titans try to play Will Levis or shut him down for the season with this most recent ankle injury, once again, Jeremy Fowler has a high ankle sprain for the Titan rookie quarterback per source. Still uncertain whether Tennessee needs to sit him or for how long, but the promising rookie campaign faces a health challenge this week. So, Zach, I'll send you to the chat, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Also, hit the like button. Way more people are watching right now that have hit the like button on both Facebook and YouTube. So, we need more likes on the show while we're at it. So. Shut them down or try to play them, Zach. What are, what's everybody saying here in the chat? The chat has come out and they have said what they have said. Shut good. Thanks. Him that was very Magic down. Johnson of you. <laughs> shut him down. Well, they've said shut him down. I mean, look at the string of shut him downs. I are right. Brandon, Jonathan, Scott, Jay, Rambo, Jake, Jake, uh, Lou Man, Cameron. Uh, you know, shut him down. Uh, absolutely not. You're playing for nothing. Uh, shut him down from tighten up. Shut him down from Matt. Shut him down from Timmy. Shut him down. Uh, Dylon says plan, but not immediately. Let Malik finish the season right there. Uh, shut him down from Darius. Uh, Levis is done. Deshaun Washington. Shut him down from Duran. Uh, shut him down till maybe the Jags game from Alex. Shut him down. Don't know what we have. 
Uh, play him. He needs the reps. Okay, so Rooney is kind of the first one. Is like, play him, right? Sit him down for the rest of the season. Shut him down and play Malik. Don't play him. Shut him down. This is overwhelming from this chat, which is a lot of different answers. Mm-hmm. Billy, this chat has said what they have said, and that is shut him down. Where are so, you at? I don't think there's a reason to shut him down yet. Like, you don't have to make this decision. Like, obviously, I'm not ever going to vouch to say, hey, coach, he's in a coma. Well, get out there and play. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not saying that any player should go out there when they're unable to protect themselves. But I don't think there's a reason to shut him down yet. We've seen Will Levis deal with a bum ankle this season, and I've seen him hobble on Wednesday and not hobble on Thursday. Will Levis is a young 20-something-year-old guy. He heals fast. He can bounce back. He's basically uh, an elastic man out there. Uh, I don't think there's any reason to make a decision right now on to shut him down. I think the Titans should try their damnedest to see if he can play more at some point this season. Maybe he misses the Seahawks game coming up this upcoming Sunday, but I, I think there's value that Will Levis can have in the last two games of the season because there's a chance that Will Levis can play another team for the second time in the season. There's something to that level of experience of saying, you've played against the Jags, it didn't go well. You've played against the Texans, it didn't go well. Now you have a chance uh, to play against those two teams, if he's healthy enough, to to see what that is like. Again, I'm not saying you must play him because I get people who are like, uh, you want to start him behind this O-line? Andre says, what, Austin? Come on. Uh, we know uh, let's get his leg broke like Marcus. Like I'm not, and Tyler saying, don't risk your future for your present. I'm not trying to risk his overall health. I just don't think there's any, there's nothing that, that makes you make that decision for the rest of the season right now today. You well, let it his ankle is not going to be better in three weeks. That, that is one thing that that you can say he's 24 years old and he's a, a young oh, stallion. Be, and you can say better. he heals quick. You could say he goes to and, and has herbal infused tea to help his blood flow. You can say all that BS. But one thing that you can say, Austin, is his ankle is not going to be healed in three weeks. That well, is true. Like, I, I understand that. So you are it, going to play, if you do play, a injured quarterback. If I mean, there's a line. I'm not trying to be a stubborn ass here and saying that play him no matter what. My point of view today is there's no need to shut him down and make that three week decision this week. You just you have the ability to have three quarterbacks if with the emergency active 53 man roster quarterback, right? Like you can do that. You can maneuver through the Seahawks game, see where he's at next week in practice. If he can't go against the Texans in week uh, 17, okay, well, see where he's at the following. There's no reason to just make a three-week-long decision right now. That's my point. I'm not saying you play him. I'm not saying he should start on Sunday against the Seahawks. I just say don't put him on an hour. Don't make a decision to shut him down before you actually have to. Here's my main issue, and you say meaningless games. I've seen a lot of this in the chat. Meaningless games, meaningless games. I don't think that you have meaningless games when you have a rookie quarterback. I think that they are impactful, right? So, like, 
the fact that they're not making the playoffs, I, I, that that actually doesn't matter to me in this situation and wouldn't have mattered, you know, whether they are going for a push or if they're not, because he is a developmental quarterback. We've all known that he needs the reps. My problem is what I'm going to carry over from what I said yesterday is I think that you really have to take a long, hard look at who is protecting him. Because if he, you're, you know, Vrabel, here, play play the clip again at the beginning and then cut it off after, you know, he says what he says. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it off. Vrabel? Yeah. Okay. How is Will, have you gotten the test results back? And depending on his health, is it, uh, it do you have to weigh the fact that you're eliminated on whether or not you put him on the well, field? Well, I, I don't think that that uh, necessarily weighs into, you know, the factor, the decision right now. I want to make sure that, one, that he can protect himself, uh, that he can do his job. I'm not worried about him protecting himself. I'm more worried about his offensive line protecting him. Mm-hmm. Austin, let's go to the stats. You made sp- – that spreadsheet you're up all night going through the first down coverages what run pass run 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 you know let's talk about sacks real quick now we referenced on the show yesterday sam howe who got benched for jacoby Brissett uh, against the rams on sunday has been sacked more times this season than any other quarterback he's been sacked do you know how many I think it's like 57, 58. Oh, close. 59. 59 uh, I, was, I was almost there. I was counting. Very close. close. <laughs> 59 times through 14 games played. Then you've got If Brad he didn't get benched, it probably would have been 60. Uh, absolutely, right? Then you got Bryce Young and Zach Wilson, right? So, like, ah, surprise, surprise. You got Sam Howell, Bryce Young, and Zach Wilson as your top three most sacked quarterbacks. But those guys have played 14, 13, and 12 games. They've played more games. Mm-hmm. And we know where the Jets stand and the Panthers are the worst team in the league. The Commanders aren't that far behind them. Here's where I'm at. Only Tommy DeVito, God bless the New York Giants. I don't know if you know this, but Tommy DeVito has played eight games and has been sacked 35 times. His... Counterpart, who was the starter before him, Daniel Jones, played six games and was sacked 30 times. Mind-blowing. The combination (laughs) of the two Giants quarterbacks have been sacked 65 times, okay? And and there's still three games left. (laughs) So, Tommy, hey, Tommy, get off off your back. Come get some cutlets. Here, Here is the one thing about Will Levis. Will Levis is not far behind with games played, right? Tommy DeVito and Will Levis have played the exact amount of games, which are eight. Mm. Will Levis has been sacked 27 times. Seven of those were on Sunday, right? It's getting worse. It's not getting better. Brunskill's ankle is as bad as Will Levis's, if not worse, right? I watched an A to D Sports film room video with James Foster over the weekend, I think. And uh, he had a line in there. It's like, Daniel Brunskill looks and plays like he's 48 years old. And it made me laugh, but unfortunately, it's true. My, my problem and my worry, Austin, is not about Will Levis protecting himself. Now, you've got to check that box as far as the medical training staff, all of that stuff. 
But Austin, I don't trust this offensive line. It's already gotten one quarterback, another high ankle sprain. Levis has two on the year, right? Yeah. I did not think that I was going to say this going into the show, but because of the offensive line, I'm not saying you put him on IR, Will Levis on IR, but I think you err on the side of caution and you lean more towards not playing him the rest of the season. And you go week by week to see how his ankle is healed. But Austin, even if his, his like I go, his ankle's not going to be healed in three weeks. This offensive line is not going to make this huge turnaround in three weeks. Dylan Radens is still going to be bad. Brewer's going to be bad at times. Like the, the, Duncan, I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. Skaronsky is your one piece that is your first round draft pick that plays good football. But he's not a left tackle or a right Sunday. tackle. He wasn't playing good Sunday with Jalen. Well, Duncan. I also think that Skaronsky is a product of uh, his surrounding pieces. I think that there is something there. I think Skaronsky be, has been a good pick. Overall, I think he's sure. been a good pick. Yeah, You've surrounded him by a bunch of sloppy Joes. And that's where I don't want to surround Will Levis. That's why I err on the side of, not playing him, and you got to protect Will Levis against Will Levis. Will Levis is going to want to play. That's just his mindset. Sure. But this so, offensive line is trashola. Yeah, we know we know the offensive line is as bad as it as it can be. Like it can always get worse. It can always get worse. So the two people that say it can't get worse, it can. Uh, so we both agree the Titans should not make a three week decision this week. We both agree with that. It doesn't hurt you to go week by week, but I'm probably, it sounds like you're leaning more towards uh, the probability of playing. I'm leaning more towards, I don't want to play him. I would like to see him again this season. If if it if it makes sense, like I'm not trying to put him out there if his ankle is hanging by a thread. I'm not trying to do that. I'm saying if he can't get through a, a regular practice, then don't play him. If he can go out... It, because right, he had this ankle injury earlier. At this point, you can count the amount of ankle injuries. You might the next one gets you to hand number two. The last two years, the Titans offensive line has gotten ankle injuries on the quarterbacks. Tannehill had two last year. He's got one this year. Now Levis is on two this year, right? And so you you understand that. But I, I feel like if he can get back in the next couple of weeks with a week of rest and he can be at the level that he entered the Texans game at, then why not try to play him? He didn't miss any time with the first ankle injury. The second one's worse, always worse than the first. You, they're, they're not the same. I'm, I'm, Your mobility I'm is not going to be the same. I, I understand that, but if, if he has a full week of rest, this one, then see what he's at, and if he can play against the Texans the following week, to see where, where they can, what they can do. I think Playing Will Levis would help if he's healthy enough to go out there and perform. Uh, I agree. I want to see Will Levis. You think that I want to watch Malik Willis for four quarters? <laughs> God bless your heart. Don't don't put anybody through that. He doesn't throw the football. We'll talk more about what they should do yeah. and the reasoning behind what the decision should be made here shortly. But Austin, it's less about the ankle and more about the offensive line for me. And that is, that's a terrible situation to be in. 
that you can't develop your young rookie quarterback because you can't protect your young rookie quarterback. And that's where they are right now. That's their problem. And look, the Titans have been here before. So I'm going to go through a situation where the Titans have been in this exact situation. The fan base has been through this before. Mike Vrabel really has not. So we're going to get to that here in a second on where the Titans can learn and what they did this previous time. But first, let me tell you guys about Aura and how Aura can protect your, your personal information online to keep you safe. That's with our sponsor link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, where you can get a two-week free trial with Aura's services. I've been using Aura since April. They have kept the data brokers out of my life, so I don't get the spam calls, the junk emails that I used to before signing up with Aura. It works. Aura identified 30 data brokers who were selling my information to those robocallers and telemarketers, and they opted me out of those lists on my behalf without me lifting a finger. And it only takes three minutes to sign up with the Aura app. And we're going to give you a two-week free trial. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. You get rid of the data brokers, then use all the other uh, features that they have, like parental controls on the home Wi-Fi for the devices, for the kids at home. Uh, you've got credit identity theft monitoring as well. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for that two-week free trial. A to Z Sports, we're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. We love BetMGM. They power our show. The folks at BetMGM can be trusted because they are giving you Christmas cheer every single day in the matter of boosts. Plus, you get risk-free bet up to $1,500 if your first bet misses. That's a great uh, bonus code with A to Z Sports. BetMGM, it's Tuesday. The NBA is going. I missed some of my other parlays last night because – the Bulls beat the 76ers. What's going on there? So you got plenty of a game. Plus, bowl season's right around the corner. So ATOZ Sports, that's the bonus code. Make sure you are betting. And if you are betting, make sure you bet responsibly, but responsibly bet with BetMGM. All right. So, Zach, let's flash back to the 2015 season. Rookie quarterback Marcus Mariota gets hurt on December 20th that year. Check the date, December 19th, pretty dang close, same week, where uh, Mariota, I remember it vividly, uh, Blitz comes up the middle, Antonio Andrews looks left or right, the Blitz goes by him, uh, Mariota takes a hit on the knee, sprained knee for Marcus Mariota, shut him down for the rest of the year, and the Titans go on to be the worst team in football after that. That was with the interim coach, Mike Malarkey. Ken Wizenon had already gotten fired. Uh, in that season after Marcus Mariota was sacked two, seven, three, two, and five times in the first five games that he played in his career. Quick math tells me 19 times that Mariota was sacked in five games and Wisenhunt was gone. And so they were able to protect Mariota a little bit better the rest of the way, but not good enough as Marcus Mariota got hurt and they shut him down for that rest of that season to protect him because that sprained knee was not going to get any better. You know, it's a similar situation. Does Mike Vrabel decide to do the same thing that Ken Wisenhunt or that Mike Malarkey did as the interim coach there? That was a franchise decision. I think we both can view both rookie eights the same way. To that point in their rookie career, they had shown enough that they could be the franchise's future, and you'd seen enough to protect him and shut him down. But I, I – I want to see more from Will Levis because I honestly think that Will Levis has so much more explosive ability uh, to to build upon going into the offseason. 
Let's do some more math. I like those statistics. Through 14 games, right? I just announced Will Levis's sack numbers, which is 27. Do you know how many times that Ryan Tannehill was sacked when he played this year? Um, 24? 19. Oh. 46 total. Oh, wait. Malik Willis played this year. You remember in... In oh, he UK? was sacked four times. In he like was sacked four times for a total of 50, a 50 spot. Give me the, the Titans quarterbacks have been sacked 50 times through 14 games, causing three ankle injuries. Like, let's let that settle. You're three mm-hmm. games left. I want to see, I want to, I, I want to see Will Levis too. I do. I think. We all do. He's he's exciting. He's the new fresh blood that has been pumped up into you know the Titans franchise. He's he's been well received nationally, right? I think you know because of that Monday night we talk about. Uh, man, their draft order is a lot different if they lose to Miami. They get a lot better pick. But I think that did something for everyone watching them learning how to win, the comeback, the resolve. But this. This team has given up 50 sacks through 14 games. Mm-hmm. That's a big, big problem. And what you don't want, and I'm going to state the obvious, you don't want Will Levis to be rehabbing throughout the offseason. You want him to be working and focusing and doing accuracy drills, footwork drills, my presence, you know, hot hand-eye coordination, doing all Agreed. of those stuff, Agreed. not sitting there you know, next to Aaron Rodgers uh, or, you know, wherever in the rehab spot. You, you don't want that. And so sure. I, you've got to protect Will Levis from the offensive line that you've put in front of him. Yeah, and uh, some super chats here from Andre says, this was my concern before the Colts game when he hurt his ankle and wanted to sit in. Boy, that was unpopular. Don't risk him rehabbing during the offseason. And Andre follows up three games experience or full healthy off season reps. Well, what's more valuable? I think that's kind of what the decision is here and three games. I, I'd say two games, you know, sit in versus Seahawks, two games of off of, of in game experience versus healthy off season reps. You know, what's more valuable in this situation, two divisional games against the Texans and the Jags versus a starting the off season three weeks earlier to then get healthier faster to make a one to year, year one to year two jump. My final decision on this question and it's Tuesday. We'll find out more information later in the week. Jacksonville is the only game that I am possibly thinking about playing Will Levis, depending on how he feels and how he moves, but I don't want to, but Jacks it's one. It's not three for me. That's the only, because Jacksonville is at home. It's the last game of the season. Uh, you're going to get good competition because Jacksonville is a good team. Uh, I worry about the protection, but that would be the only way that I would play Willis uh, or uh, Will Levis in the final week of the season. And I'm probably leaning more towards, and I'm glad you brought that up about Mariota because at that point, what else do you have to prove? on a hobbled ankle, right? So what else do you have to prove, period, or dot, 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 on a hobbled ankle? And I think at that point, you're probably sitting there saying, not much. 
Yeah. Ryan Tannehill is no longer going to be our quarterback. Malik Willis shouldn't, you know, I, I don't know his contract situation, but he may be a backup. He's got two more years. Yeah, so maybe a backup. But Will Levis is the starter moving forward regardless. And that's really what you wanted to find out this season, right, Austin? Like Going mm-hmm. into the year, you wanted to find out if your second-round pick that you traded up for could be the future of the franchise, immediate future, let's just say. And the answer is yes. Okay. And my only answer that I can give you, what else do you have to prove uh, on the hobbled ankle, is uh, an a. Uh, a proof of experience or concept on playing a division opponent twice in a season. How do you respond to a team seeing you twice in the same season? And what difference does it make in your preparation, how you adjust, how you can learn from the previous game that they look, you lost both against the Houston Texans and the Jags. I think that's the, that's the one thing that I think has true value other than just live experience that has a ton of value. What about the value of the Jaguars defensive line trying to get a better seating in the playoffs oh, versus I mean, the Titans course. offensive line that is literally just trying to get to the offseason? Well, I think the Titans offensive line is trying to get jobs. What, what's and Sam and I haven't... I've lost all those. <laughs> no, well, I, not, not, not all of them. Uh, not all of them have lost their jobs. Not all so, of them. Skaronsky's keeping his job. I'm not talking about this right now. I'm going to talk about it tomorrow with Sam. I've already got that plan. I'm not going to you know, blow my load here on a Tuesday. That's fine, but nobody, nobody's we, earning I, their job back. This thing needs I, a whole renovation. Well, I, it, it, the renovations are needed, but you don't have to throw everything out. I kept the walls and the windows at the house here, but everything else went The Titans out. <laughs> are living in a hoarder house, okay? There's crap everywhere. They need a full spring cleaning when it comes I, no, to the offensive line. I'm not disagreeing. Not disagreeing with that, but but there are audition modes that players are going in. <laughs> There's tra- I mean, quarters. Uh, I, I may throw shade on that show. That actually may be quarters. Yes. Well, don't throw shade at the show. The show is entertaining because of how ridiculous. No, 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 no. Yeah, let's not. We're, we're going to hold that off. Let's hold that to the last segment. I think we got something here because I don't mind throwing shade at that show. So, all right, uh, let's let's talk about this conversation. Let's talk about Mike Rabel and his comment about who to play if Will Levis isn't going to be the starter. Then who is coach? Go. Uh, I don't think, you know, Brian would, you know, we'll see where we're at based on Will's health and we'll keep you updated. Uh, we got more in, we got more hand raises than answers yep. on that uh, yep. 16 yep. seconds. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. And he's turning, ah, ah. he's turning into late. Or should he answer? I mean, he, it's good. Yeah. Fair question. He's not going to answer right. that. He shouldn't answer it. Right, so let's ask everybody so we can answer the question. We can. If Levis, if Levis doesn't play, who would you rather see as Titans quarterback the rest of the way? If Will Levis does not play, who would you rather see? But ironically, let's talk about the Bone and Joint Institute. I feel like every time I transition to the Bone and Joint Institute, it's about some type of Titans injury. But the Bone and Joint Institute is where you should turn for all of your injuries that occur in life, whether it's playing rec sports uh, intramurals, or maybe your son or daughter, unfortunately has an injury playing youth sports. The bone and joint Institute can take care of you or 
if it's just life. Injuries happen in life, and they also are an inconvenience to life. Do not let that injury hold you out. Don't fumble on your recovery, as they say at the Bone and Joint Institute. Go see them right there in Franklin off I-65 and Murfreesboro Pike. All the resources, all the experts under one roof. You don't have to go zipping around town uh, doing imaging in one place and the clinic in the other and rehab in one place and the surgery center across the other town too. It's all right there under one roof. They are the experts. They also invest in their community around Williamson County and beyond at boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. You can love BetMGM by downloading it in your Apple or uh, Android app store today. Use the bonus code A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S for new users. That's A to Z Sports. You can get a, a bonus bet up to $1,500 for if your first bet misses, and that's for new users. But you got to use that bonus code. Download the BetMGM app today. All right, so uh, Mike Vrabel won't answer it, which is fair. But if Will Levis does not play for the Titans at quarterback, who would you rather see, Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis, as they have three games remaining? Brandon says Malik. Hello, ladies, says Malik Willis. Rambo, Malik Willis, Willis, Duran, Tannehill from Jason, Ryan from Linwood. Uh, Rashid is going with Malik. Ty says Tannehill would refuse to play. He's cashing checks, Ty. He ain't <laughs> refusing to play. Yeah. Uh, uh, Malik I says, mean, Tannehill Tann- immediately started doing high knees in the sidelines as soon as this happened, right? Like, I, Tannehill's not going to refuse to play. No, he's a backup quarterback right now. I mean, he, he Ryan wants Tannehill to play. wants a job, right? Ryan Tannehill wants to play next year. No, Ryan now Tannehill let's talk to- about a now let's talk about a player who's actually trying out for a job next year. Well, not I, I'm not, again, I've already said it again. The chat jumped on me for the <laughs> phrase I used, so I'm not going to use it again. But don't screw up my topic for tomorrow, Zach. I, I'm just saying about Ryan Tannehill. I'm just talking uh-huh. Tannehill. Uh, he's he's trying out for another job. Willie says Malik Willis. Jay says Tannehill. Willis from Eric. Malik from Demetrius. Music City. Malik from Darius. Oh, that was short-lived. Uh, Jay says Tannehill. Willis all day. Malik from Daniel. Willis. Tannehill from uh, Nicole. Tannehill from Billy. Tannehill gets a farewell tour possibly from J Rome. I think this is a pretty good question because you've got Willis on one hand, which you've seen a little bit of that is apprehensive of throwing a football. Hasn't won many games. You've got Tannehill who's trying out for another job on another team next year that has won a lot of games for your franchise. Austin, what's your decision on this question? I have zero interest in watching Malik Willis play football for the Tennessee Titans. None. None whatsoever. I look, It is part of, it is our jobs. It is what we do on a daily basis as we run this company. I, I have two more home games at Acme Feed and Seed that I'm excited for with a great atmosphere at Acme downtown for these home games. I don't want to see Malik Willis out there. I want to see benchmarks be hit. I want to... Because I and I would, I'll get a little, I'll get a little teaser into tomorrow's show. I want to see more DeAndre Hopkins. I want to see Traylon Burks build on three catches for fifty plus yards on Sunday. I want to see if Kyle Phillips can come back. I want to see Chig continue to catch the football consistently. I want to see Tajay Spears make plays. None of those things will happen if Malik Willis plays three games. He's not good. D Hop Burks. You see a nope. worse draft pick, don't you? <laughs> 
I don't think they're I to after Drew Locke last night just whipping up and crushing my household's hearts late in that game. I don't think the Titans are winning a game the rest of the season, regardless if it's Levis, Tannehill, or Willis. Now their best shot to guarantee a loss is no doubt Malik, but I want to see other players play on offense. And unfortunately, Malik Willis doesn't allow others to show anything because he doesn't throw the football on time. Like we talked about the the four sacks that Malik had. Yeah, NPF gave up a lot of sacks as being a saloon door in that quick amount of time in London. But Malik Willis doesn't see the field fast enough. And to use Malik's own words from you know his early career, he says his eyes see it, but his feet don't catch up with his eyes quick enough. That's not good enough. Regardless, it's he's missing open receivers that could make plays where other quarterbacks make those throws. So I don't I don't want to see Malik Willis play. And it's not a personal shot. It's the fact that I want to see others go out there and prove something because there are so many players that have something on the line in the last three, quote, meaningless games for this franchise. There are coaches, there are players, there are everybody in this organization has something to prove uh, because we've known they've not going to make the playoffs for a while. So I'd rather see Ryan Tannehill. Well, I'd rather see, yes, and Devin. That's the question. Who would you rather see? I don't want to watch Malik Willis play football, but I disagree with you. I think Tannehill can win one of those three games. I, I think he may not do it in, they may not blow him out. They may not win by four, but I think Ryan Tannehill as the quarterback that we've seen can win one out of three games. And I don't think that that is what you need to do. I, I think you need to lose games. I, I, I said it yeah, last year I, in the I, Jags. You're not going anywhere. You want the better draft pick, people. And Malik Willis, you might as well roll him out. He may not survive, so Tannehill actually may get a play. I don't want to watch Malik Willis play, but my fear is, is that Tannehill plays good enough to kind of – and we've seen it happen in the past with teams, right? Look, Now, the Texans came out on clean on the other side because they got C.J. Stroud after – beating the Colts in the last game of the season last year, if you remember that, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't get the number one overall pick. How but- about the Jets and the Jags, right? Like the Jets win the last last week of the regular season, end up with Zach Wilson, and Trevor Lawrence goes to Jacksonville. That That's an example, right? Right. The, and so there, there have been that. And I'm not, you know, you need to play hard. And you can play hard under Malik Willis. I just think Tannehill can win one of the three games. And that's not what you're trying to achieve. Now, what Mike Vrabel, I'll say this, because, and you may talk about this later on in the show, I think that if a decision is made, I think that Mike Vrabel will go with Ryan Tannehill. Because why have they, why didn't they put him on IR, right? Why didn't they save the money? Their decisions already have told us that yep. if Will Levis cannot play, Ryan Tannehill is going to play. Oh, so they've already told us Ryan Tannehill has been the backup for the last three weeks, right? Four weeks, so whenever he was fully back. Malik, but I, I think Malik should play because I think you could justify you not trying to win games because you need better offensive linemen that you need to draft in the top 10, like from Notre Dame. And 
like that's what you need. I said last week, I don't want to talk about Joe Alt yet. <laughs> We're pretty close to be talking about Joe Alt. And here we are. Joe, I didn't say his name. You said his name. I said it's because Joe Alt is just a funny name to pull out of nowhere. It's like, I don't want to talk about Joe Alt. Like, I don't want to go to school today. Like, that's that's what that vibe brings me. I don't want to talk about Joe Alt yet. We're gonna talk about Joe Alt for four months. Uh, I mean, and Devin says Zach is describing a tank. Yeah, that in the NFL, you don't purposely lose games. You tank by playing players that aren't as good. Because those players that you're playing are not going to take plays off. Because if you take plays off in the NFL, you get hurt. And no player is going to do that. And no coach is going to make a player do that. You just play, you know, practice squad guy number three uh, at right tackle. And you see what the hell happens. And you're trying to learn and get some data on practice squad player three. And, you know. There's another justification. Malik Willis, by all accounts, could be on your team next year, right? We still think that Malik Willis is going to be on the team. If this happens to Will Levis again and his ankle gets sprained next year, I'm not wishing this upon him, but injuries happen, you at least want to know a little bit more about Malik Willis. Ryan Tannehill's probably going to be backing up Tua or you know somewhere he's in not Florida. Going, he's not going back to Miami. You think Ryan Tannehill's <laughs> going back to Miami? He'll be backing up, you know, he'll be backing up uh Trevor Lawrence. Or he may be on the Bucks. He's going to yeah, be somewhere I, in Florida drinking a Celsius. I, I was literally going to say, Ryan Tannehill is going to be back in your life again, backing up Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield is in my life. So I, I, let me concentrate on that right now. Like that, <laughs> That's been – and you know what? Baker has played pretty good, but that's what Baker's going to do. Baker's going to give me the same hope that the Titans have gotten is like, they're going to get to the playoffs. And it's going to be like, ah, but they can't make a run. Like, so I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Ryan Tannehill, but I do uh, know that he's not going to be on the Tennessee Titans. I mean, I, it, Lou Man said he went Tampa. We've got a lot of Falcons. Uh, Falcons the makes Arthur the Smith. most logical sense because, you know, if Arthur Smith still has a job, they come on down to Atlanta. Just yeah, Tennessee but, retreads. I I just I don't. Here's another question I'll ask you. I, I want to. I'm curious about this, and I'm let you, I'll let you think about it for a second. Because you mentioned Malik Willis, you can find out more. Do you think the Titans know enough about Malik Willis yet? Uh, no. Chew on that for a second. You think that okay? You think that you you don't think the Titans know enough about Malik Willis? No, they they don't because they. I think they think they know right, but. Three games really in a row can tell you all you need to know about Malik Willis. Now, at the end of the season, Austin, because now Malik Willis has Traylon Burks. He has Chickaconquo. He has Kyle Phillips, if they plan. He has DeAndre Hopkins. He has Derrick Henry. He has the full set. Now, he's got an atrocious offensive line. But after three games, this is why I'm saying Willis you can confidently say as an organization of Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon behind closed doors sometime in February or March, Malik Willis, we don't need him on our football team anymore. He's not any good. Or he's shown enough to be a backup to maybe win us a game if Will Levis goes down next year for a game or two, right? But you got to know that. 
There is a difference in this year and last year from a league. I'll get to that here in a second. But first, Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com, Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment provider and an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Columbia, Murfreesboro, Franklin. Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the best equipment in the industry, the best warranties in the industry, and the Krebs family company. They've been growing and doing a great job with customer service because that's what they strive to be for over 18 years. They start in Columbia and they grow and do so well that they've got, been able to extend into Murfreesboro and Franklin as well. So Krebs Kubota, it's almost that holiday season, right? Uh, you're approaching that. If you need that piece of equipment, you need a new trimmer, new mower uh, for that person that's in charge of the projects around your home and property, that's where you should turn, KrebsKubota.com. It is eSports. We're powered by BetMGM. Love BetMGM. Download the app today. They are our title sponsor here on this morning show. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right, so, Zach, there is a difference of this year and last year with Malik because last year the Titans told the whole world by signing Josh Dobbs and playing Josh Dobbs that Malik Willis wasn't good enough to help them win one more game to get to the playoffs. Now, this is different because playoffs are not on the line. And so I I think there is a more of a chance for Malik to play this year because nothing postseason related is on the line compared to last year. But I still think that I think the Titans would rather see more out of this trio of young players. They would rather see more out of Traylon Burks, Chigakonko, and Tajay Spears than they would out of Malik Willis. Those three guys, by far, are going to have more of an impact on the Titans' future moving forward with Will Levis than Malik Willis will. So if you want to see the best out of those three guys that have a chance to be a part of your regular offense, then you don't play Malik. You play Ryan Tannehill to see more Tajay, Burks, and Chig. That's the foundation you want to build. In the last three years. I mean, what well, – you're padding stats. I mean, what, what are you – Reps, man. You're getting – you're seeing the ball go through the hoop. It's all about Chig catching the football. Burks caught the football on three targets last week, right? That's good. We want to see more of that. You want to see him build. You want to see him get a downfield contested catch. You want to see Tajay Spears get more targets to make people miss. Now, Hello Lady says that's nonsense, Austin. I, wait, how is that nonsense? Like, well, I, I think Willis it's probably throw the ball enough. No, or accurately. Nobody I mean, wants to see Malik Willis. All right, people. That's I mean, my point. That's, so, my, my point is, do the Titans know but, enough about Malik? I think they do. Do the Titans want to win games? Like, let's separate this. If you're in the organization, you're a coach. Yeah, you absolutely want to win games. We try to win every single week, blah, 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 blah. Let's not be naive, though. Now, we are outside of this. This is why there are third-party media companies like A to Z Sports to tell you that because Jim Wyatt ain't writing about that. Mike Keith ain't talking about that. And Mike Vrabel is not mentioning any of that, right? They want to win. They want to win every single week. Now, let's set that aside, and let's talk about the real. The truth of the, the matter is, Austin, and you mentioned it, time and time again, Teams that have no business winning late regular season games that don't mean anything win late regular season games that don't mean anything. And they screw their opportunity to improve on their team, which the Titans have two major flaws. And we know what they are. They've been the same major flaws for years since, since the, the trip. Well, they have two major flaws. 
It is the offensive line and is the cornerback position because Christian Fulton has been disastrous and, and Caleb Farley non-existent as a first round pick. They got problems because Isaiah Wilson was a nut job. And because uh, other players have not Dylan worked Raidens. out, yeah. Dylan Raidens as a second round pick has been disastrous. They don't need to win games. Austin, I'm telling you this. I'll predict it here on December 19th. If Ryan Tannehill plays in the next three games and starts, the Titans are winning one of those. I don't know which one it is, but that's not what you want. It's just not. You're sitting there. I think you're you're at eighth or ninth eighth, right now. Eighth. I think yeah. you can get up to like seventh or sixth. I think sixth is probably too much, but you could well, get up at, to seventh. Yeah. You can uh, go apologies. get your boy. Titans are at ninth right now. The Chargers, Jets, Giants, and Bears, all five and nine teams above the Titans in the draft order. The Titans are the last five-win team in the draft order. And, uh, yeah, so, Michael, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think six is the highest that they'll probably go because of the future schedules of the other teams that are ahead of them. You guys are commenting so fast now. I'm clicking on random comments. But <laughs> – the Titans need to pick the best offensive lineman in this draft. Quarterbacks are going to go. Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to go. And you want to have that selection at sixth or seventh. And if you're ninth or twelfth, Austin, you're going to get the second best offensive lineman. And this team doesn't need the second best offensive lineman. They need one of those guys that can be on their team for nine years. Hmm? Don't play Ryan Tannehill yeah, I, because I, I, don't want don't f around and find out. Okay, so uh, I think you made valid points for the other players, but this team ain't about the other players. This team is about getting the best offensive lineman to protect your quarterback moving forward. Yeah, uh, Jake says. Uh, uh, I haven't got. Look, it's just early. We're not at Christmas yet. I haven't perfected the new the draft prospects name yet. I know Joe Alt, but Fashanu, I think, is how you say it. Uh, look, we don't know top five if th this or that. I think two quarterbacks and Marv Jr. are going to go top five. That would mean that the other two tackles are going to fill out the top five. And Devin's comment I, or Jake's comment, excuse me. Um, I don't know if that's the case or not. We have a lot of uh, opportunity. Fashion new. Thank you, Trey. Fashion new. But we've got time for that. Um, the, again, the I still need the best one. And I'm telling you, if Tannehill wins a game, you're not going to be picking six. You're going to be picking probably about 11th, right where you I, I were last I year. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to win a game. Zach, like I, based on but what Kenneth Walker did yesterday, last we night, know Malik, but Austin, we know Malik Willis ain't winning the game. Yeah, but I also know, I also know that if Malik plays, you, you're, you, you got to get something out of Traylon Burks, right? Like well, you're you getting something learn. out of Malik Willis too. That's why I started I the conversation. You're officially I, I, yeah, finding out what you have in a backup quarterback. I I think uh, I think Ryan Tannehill and Malik have about the same percentage chance of being on the roster next season. I think Malik's is a better chance, but not by much. Even though he's got two years left on his contract, I think if I'm the Tennessee Titans and you're comfortable with Will Levis as they should be, you're trying to go get somebody else that's not Malik Willis to be your backup. Um, that's just my opinion on that. 
Uh, so, all right, Zach, we've got plenty of time to talk about that topic as well. Are you ready for a little uh, throwing shade action? We had a little live uh, on the fly shade. Maybe we'll bring that back up. But time to throw shade here on this Tuesday. Let's go. Shout out Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. You got about 12 days left in the year to take advantage of some great deals in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. It is time for shade. I honestly forgot what our mid-show shade was was about to be, but uh, do, do you remember? Because I oh yeah, I, I didn't forget. I actually I actually brought and I elevated this. This is what you got to do on the fly. You got to multitask when you're on this show, right? You can't just That's sit right. back and 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 phase out. You can't. You can't. Oh, yeah. I, I'm locked, baby. I'm locked. I'm not, I'm not phased out either. I'm multi multitasking in other ways, just for the audience's uh, knowledge there. But Zach, what do you have uh, in the background working? Hoarders, these oh, hoarders. these <laughs> crazy people, right? What shade on these people, right? And young and old, maybe they have. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, if you are surrounding yourself with trash, I do think you probably have some mental instability at some point. That's just my opinion. It's not a doctor's reference, but there is no way that you need to have trash bags and trinkets and trash and and vodka bottles and what is that cotton L I mean, you've got documents that are useless. There's plants right there. There's pesticides. The plants are actually the only things that should remain. <laughs> and the I chair. don't, I don't even know. Plants are people too. I don't know if those people can take care of things and I don't think they can take care of those plants. So my shade is mid mid show shade that is turned into the quacks that are hoarding people like, what are you thinking? And it gets even worse. It is not just the like plants and trash. If you've watched hoarders, there are people that store uh, feces. I'll just call it what it is in jars and stuff like nasty stuff that have no place or no business. And then if you get like pet people that have dogs running rampant and then there's excrement there, Let's let's throw shade on the show hoarders. No, I hope that they're 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 trying to help them, but you can't help these people. And there, uh, I don't. Let's think- just we see it. Sometimes there are weird people in this world. That is a great showcase for it. But I have no interest in and really what hoarders is halfway taking advantage of their. I think, in my opinion, their disease. You know. Yeah, I mean, I look. I, I don't think, I don't think your shade should be at the show hoarders. I think it should be the subject of the people but on. They're the profiting show. off of it, <laughs> and hopefully helping. Right? Isn't the show hoarders all about trying to improve their situation? I haven't watched the show in probably a decade, so I, I don't recall the the goal of said show. I is it not though? Is it not to go in and to help clean things up? It's yeah, basically for to... rescue for hoarders. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm with you, Ryan. I do think it is a sickness because it makes no sense yes. how these people. So I, I think we're, we're understanding of that to a degree, but they're also profiting off of it season after season after season. Right. So like there's well, kind of sure. a double standard of that. Ah, uh, I mean, if you can profit while helping some people out and why wouldn't you do it? <laughs> 
Look, but charities, these, people uh, give millions of dollars, millions of dollars goes to charity every year and millions of dollars gets written off of tax uh, forms every year, right? Like both, both can win. Both can win. They're filling up charities the landfills with these houses. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Jay says, even nonprofit businesses profit. Oh, we don't have to have that conversation. We're well aware of how the world works. Uh, no, money. I, no, but I, right. Uh, but I'm going back to what, what it is. Like, yeah, don't, don't talk to me about business there, pal. I'm sitting there, but sickness, right? I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they're profiting off of a sick. These people are sick. Like in, in both terms of the word, word, like that's nasty sick. But I also think that there's a sickness involved. So, Look, at mid show shade. I'm going with hoarders. So that's your official shade for the day. That's my official shade for the day. Okay. All right. More shade. Uh, DeMarco says shade on Tim Kelly for continuing to call run and screen plays instead of short intermediate pass plays to get yards. Fair shade. Uh, Scott says I watched the show once and two guys lived together. They had poop filled hot a bathtub. That was enough for me. Yeah, that'll do. It. <laughs> that show i have anxiety attack yeah that's uh, fair um i'm looking for more shades uh trey says think of cop zach people's lives changing and the guy has a camera in their face zach and that's what that's your favorite show of all time cops yeah i think cops teaches us valuable lessons i'm not trying to get into the political stuff of this let's just talk talk it it's on the We're real right cops, today's okay? a, the real today's real show okay so let's let's just be grown-ups and talk about it Cops can also teach you how to handle situations, right? And I I have found value out of that when I, I've been, everybody's been pulled over, I feel like, once in their life, right? I mean, you're on these mean streets, you get pulled over, right? How you approach cops, I have learned from the show what not to do and what to do. And I think that personally has helped me out. So there, there's a whole political sphere on cops. You can sit there in the comments. I don't give a damn about that. Let's just talk about the actual show of documenting what goes on in the world, right? Because people get yep. pulled over every single day. People are drug trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, breaking, entering, Grand Theft Auto 6. I mean, there, there's all this crime in the world. And we do need to realize that somebody has to help us in all of the crime that happens across this country, right? So yeah, they document it. Maybe you can learn from it. That's all every time I every time I see cops, I'm always just surprised about the uh, the volume of people that have a suspended license. Like I'm just like, how does that? I, I don't know if I know anybody. The funniest <laughs> part in this other thing is when you know a woman gets pulled over. I still watch it because I I mean I, I'm I'm a diehard. That is woman your sickness. And yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my personal sickness. Is my I mean I'm talking from the 80s to where they are now. Now it's on Fox Nation. You gotta subscribe. I mean it's ridiculous. So I try to get it for free sometimes when it uh, comes to expense. You're bootlegging but, cops. You're, hey, you're breaking you gotta, laws to watch cops. Perfect. You got to do what you got to right? do. You're on these mean <laughs> yeah. streets when they're trying to profit off of every single you know thing thing in your life. But when woman gets pulled over and she's trying to explain to the cop that I don't need a driver's license to drive this car, and so stop asking me if. That's to funny. see my driver's license because I don't need a driver's license. So when the, the person that gets pulled over is explaining to the cop the laws of the world that are like simplistic, 
that's when it's like, all right, lady, step out of the vehicle. Okay. And then it goes from there. So that's, you learn a lesson. You do need a driver's license. <laughs> yes. Uh, Demetrius says shade on Opry Mills traffic during holiday season, 30 minutes to get in the parking lot is insane. I, yeah. I mean, if there is, if somebody comes into Nashville for like the Seahawks game or the Texans game, and I'm talking to him at Acme, and they're like, where is one area I should avoid while I'm here? I say Opry Mills, <laughs> like, Opryland, uh, the whole Opry area. Don't go there. I don't care who's playing at the Grand Ole Opry that night. I don't care how good or legendary they are. If it's December, don't do it because that is a nightmare. Demetrius, you know, I'm kind of judging you a little bit on your decision to go there if it's voluntary to go to Opry Mills during this time of year. Uh, yeah, Demetrius trying to pick up gifts for the family, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's why, man, you just online shopping. I need to hear a funny uh, Billy, <laughs> let's pray for Billy. Let's get a yeah. moment of silence for Billy. Do Do you feel like Christmas shopping is less genuine that you can just buy stuff online? I didn't buy a single thing in in person. I don't. I don't remember. The, well, no, I buy. I usually buy the one big gift in person every year, but other than that, it's. Lincoln, I, Lincoln, I, Lincoln. I online that I we're going to be at my mother-in-law's. I sent her a text. Hey, it's coming your way. And I actually got to ask ship her. It straight to him. You don't even, she yeah. may, the mother-in-law may, may, may have wrapped it. That would have been even better. I, and oh, man. my mother-in-law is cool. Like Jules may wrap these gifts that I've already sent to her. And so I get there and now the gifts for my wife are already wrapped. It's a great, I mean, I mean, that is, they're, they're that is uh, bills around here. No, no, no. Uh, Kirk says shade on the Titans, not rolling out Levis and always calling run plays on first down. Uh, Matt says shade on Saban for hiring former Michigan coach weeks before the playoff game. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, part of it, right? That's like Zach mailing his wife's gifts to his mother-in-law to have her wrap them. It's just playing the game. Well, uh, I didn't Bork. ask. I did not ask to, <laughs> for her to wrap them, and she may not Bork. have. But we'll find out here this weekend. If she watched the show, then you know, that might help you out. Uh, Bork says shade on AJ Brown making contact with a sideline employee, not getting ejected like Greenlaw. Why the double standard? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Rules are the rules. Uh, but uh, you know, Big Dom is uh, now gone from the sideline. My shade, Zach, is on that game last night. Julian Love's left foot didn't make contact. You are correct. It didn't make contact. Now, would that have mattered? We don't know, but they there right. would have so I've got multiple shade. One, that was the that was a botched review. There's they said play stands. I get it. They didn't confirm it, but play stood. But as soon as I was Leo on the couch, ooh, as soon as I saw that replay from behind Julian Love, Same. I say that Same. that foot swept. It did not touch the turf. And they said that thing stood. They wanted to get the hell out of Seattle and let the 12th man celebrate. That was the wrong call. And the NFL should be held accountable for making that wrong call. It's not that hard to look. They showed it on TV. And now it's all over social media. Making the rounds is on our website, a sports.com. It was a sick play. Julian Love also, here's, I got so much shade on that. 
how can you just tackle an Eagles receiver and then lead to an interception? That happened on both interceptions. And then I'm going to throw shade on Jalen Hurts for making both of those throws when they were completely unnecessary. So shade all around. Shade on the Seahawks, shade on the refs, shade on Jalen Hurts. Everybody deserves shade for what that game became last night. It was stupid. They had timeouts. You didn't need to throw it to the sideline. You could throw it you in the middle of the field. You needed 15 to 20 yards. You is get a field goal, right? So I, I agree with you there. 13 seconds, two timeouts. You need 15 yards. You got three pl- two plays to get 15 yards to kick a game winner. Yeah. Dumb. I, so I thought that was probably a bad decision, so I'm, I'm with you there. I do think that the call was correct by having it stand because I don't think that there was absolute – I mean – Austin, let me let me play devil's advocate real quick. If his toe barely touches a blade of grass from the turf, the fake turf, then he's then he's in, right? And I don't think that you could completely unequivocally say that he did not touch a single blade of grass. So I, I, I I'm I'm with you. I saw it over and over again. I was saying because I had the Eagles, right? I was like, I, I need I had Eagles minus three and a half. I need overtime or whatever but i thought that they and i thought they were going to have the play stand i mean that, it, that knowing was how call. i don't i disagree i disagree i watched it in when they they showed they did not go back to that replay they showed that angle one time and they did they showed the front angle a dozen times they showed that angle once and the broadcast didn't go back to it and then uh all, I watched it last night on Instagram, Twitter. I watched it on our website. I watched that replay over and over and over and over last night. I went to bed. I woke back up. I watched it again. His foot didn't touch. Then I get into a conversation with one of our editors, Evan, and Evan's on team. It did touch. And I'm like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I'm trying to see what you're saying. That didn't touch. It didn't touch. Yeah, I, I don't think that it touched. I don't think that there is video evidence to confirm that it did or didn't. So that's why that's the play the should And I'm stand. not playing the video on the screen because that's an NFL broadcast video and we are not going that route uh, here right. on A to Z Sports. So but uh, that's why we're not playing that. It's it didn't a good touch. Topic. It, it did not touch. Julian Love's but left do you, foot do you, Are you with touch. me on the stand? Oh, I totally expected it to stand, but I disagree with the call. Okay. Like I, I understand why it happened. I still think it was wrong. I think Jalen Hurts well, was yeah, wrong yeah. for making both throws. How about the Cowboys? Both... Now that, that, this house. Shook, that, 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 that shook up a lot of things in the, the NFC East where the Cowboys, they needed, they needed the Eagles to lose to an NFC team because they had already lost to the Arizona Cardinals. So this is it's shaken out to be pretty good. Now the Cowboys may get dominated by the Dolphins this weekend, so it may not matter, but uh that's why they play. That was a pretty good game last night. Came down to the wire. Mm-mm. Bad. That's all I'm saying. Bad. That'll do it for us, though. Make sure you like the show on the way out. Buck Rising live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. So get ready for that on these same channels. Hit that like button. We need more likes. Always need more likes on the show. More people watching that have hit the like button. So appreciate that. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Wednesday Appreciate it as always. Adios.